Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the iOS Lead Essentials podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Kyle. In the last episode, we talked about why it's such a fantastic investment to create content as an iOS developer. And today, we're going to reply to how-to questions, how to create quality content as an iOS developer. Because we received so many messages from the previous podcast. In fact, here's an interesting one. Thanks for helping iOS developers understand the importance of creating content. When hiring developers, we discard candidates that don't have a blog or an active GitHub account. So that's how important it is. Powerful stuff. If you're not creating content, you're probably missing out on opportunities. So if you didn't catch up on episode 17 yet, make sure to watch or listen to it as well. Okay, so let's address questions about how you can start creating quality content. So first question, I want better iOS gigs, but there's a lot of competition. How can I effectively create iOS content to get better iOS opportunities? So the most effective way that I know of creating quality content that can help you get better opportunities is to genuinely help others, to give without expecting anything back. Because creating content is a give action. You are giving, delivering value to others. Exactly. Can you save someone the time that they would have to put in to find the answers to their questions? If you can do that, that's it. You provided value to someone. So the goal is to give. And as a positive side effect, you will receive back. But remember, when you're creating content, you are giving. So don't expect anything back. If you start creating content expecting something back, you will most probably give up because results are not immediate. It's not like you're going to create your blog, create one blog post and start getting a bunch of companies calling you. That's not realistic. And if it's not realistic, you might create bad expectations and you might give up too soon. Yes. And the reason why it's not going to happen immediately, it's because you need momentum. Others will find the content, will benefit and you will receive the benefits of that. Yes, if the content is good, you will start getting more opportunities from people that benefit from your content. So a better question, I think, is how can iOS developers create content to help others and deliver more value to others? How can you be more efficient at creating quality content? And the answer is to give your best consistently without expecting anything back. That's it. Just this tiny mindset change will help you deliver better content and get better opportunities. And it's counterintuitive because you shouldn't expect anything back. Yes. But it will come. Yes, exactly. Share the knowledge. You worked hard in a project or there was a specific feature that challenged you. Share those findings. Share the technologies you used or the language features you leveraged with the community. It's not about just wanting to get back. It's about giving first. This is the foundation of reciprocity. And probably you are giving back because you learned many of your skills from others that share their knowledge for free online. So you're giving back to the community that helped you. Yes. You know, so that's it. Give your best consistently without expecting anything back. And the second question was, how can iOS developers create content to stand out from the competition? Well, one effective way is to find a niche or even a sub-niche 
right <laughs> where your skills shine so it's a niche that you like that you have experience and there is not a lot of competition because if you're just talking about what everyone else is talking about you're just another one you're going to be part of an average it's better to be a specialist to be different so find a niche in a sub niche for example ui and ux is a niche a sub niche of that could be animations it can be the best at swift ui animations right or security could be also your niche in a sub niche could be encryption or banking security if that's what make your heart tick <laughs> you're going to find banks and companies that are interested in those skills yeah not every company wants that but if that's what you like that's where your skills shine go for it other niche testing in a sub niche could be automation or even dealing with legacy code bases with no tests you can specialize yourself in dealing with legacy code bases with no tests so you can help businesses improve their code bases that's a very lucrative skill to have it is exactly and you can be the best at that now another niche tooling can even sub niche it to iOS simulator and be the best at sharing obscure APIs on how to deal with the iOS simulator more effectively or the Xcode build command line tools or blockchain right in a sub niche cryptocurrencies there's so many ideas out there find something that makes you unique create your own niche if needed but it needs to be a topic you enjoy and that you are good at or you want to be good at and aim to be the best at that niche exactly and to be the best you need to actually do the work it doesn't really matter how good you are if no one knows you no one knows you so you need to put the work to create the content you need to be consistent and create again and again and again be consistent and with time you become excellent or the best at it aim to be the best at something and that's how you can stand out from the competition next question how can i get immediate returns in my ios career from creating content is it possible well probably someone posted something once and got immediate returns right. from that it might have happened but we don't recommend expecting immediate returns because it's not realistic it's not a realistic expectation and if you expect something that is unrealistic and it doesn't happen you're going to feel demotivated you might give up i think it's not reproducible most of the time and you should aim for reproducible steps you know reproducible processes so sure has it happened maybe who knows right but will it happen to you i don't know probably not especially with all the content there is out there and all the outlets i don't think so but i think this question has the wrong mindset from the beginning you shouldn't be looking for immediate results this is an investment it's going to take some time it needs work and if you expect immediate returns you are relying on luck <laughs> yes and you don't control luck but if instead you aim for consistency then you don't need luck you just need to be consistent and the results will come follow a path that works 100% of the time which is deliver good content consistently but focus on the consistency before yes because the quality will come with consistency yes and that's the formula that works 100% of the time yes immediate returns it's based on luck exactly exactly you shouldn't say i'm going to make 52 good blog posts or 52 good videos in a year's time no you should say i'm going to make 52 and actually don't even think about 52 think about once every week 
Can you maintain that? By the way, that's why it works, because it's hard and most people give up. So don't give up and that's how you win. While everyone give up, you stay consistent, you improve the quality, you become excellent and that's it. You're going to dominate your niche. Yes. And if you're looking for an immediate, instant benefit, I can give you one. If you create content, you will improve your skills much faster. Because when you write or you record a video to share your knowledge with others, or even writing code on GitHub, you learn a lot more and a lot faster. Because you need to go the extra mile to clarify your thoughts to be able to teach others. So sharing your knowledge with others is a great way to improve your own skills. When you teach someone, you learn twice as much. So that's it. Next question. I want to start an iOS dev blog and YouTube channel. Should I use my name, a brand name, or a business name? Well, people like to follow other people. So it's much easier to grow your website with your own name. It's much easier. So unless you have a business that you want to promote, go with your name. Now, if you have a business and you want to promote your business, use your business name. That's it. For example, I used to post content at kayozulo.com, my name. Well, before I started Essential Developer, where I migrated all my content to our new website. Yeah, I used to post on mapostolikis.com. And now the website redirects, of course, to Essential Developer. So yeah, you can start with your personal one and they migrate to a business or from a business to a personal one. Just just choose what makes sense for you right now. Yeah. What is the easiest thing you can do right now to get started? Just buy the domain with your name, like kayuzulo.com. So your name becomes your brand. That's it. That's what you need. You want to promote yourself, so use your name, unless you have a business. Yeah. And again, think about what is the asset here? And in the case of being an iOS developer, you are the asset, basically. So... I think it makes total sense to promote your name because, yes, you are the brand. Yeah, just treat your career as a business. That's it. You are your business. Your name is your brand. Promote it. Mm -hmm. That's it. It will pay off immensely. So, next question. I want to start my iOS dev blog. Where should I post my content? Well, any blog platform where you own the domain and the content. So this is key here. You need to own the content. Exactly. Remember that you are building your own brand, your own name. You're promoting your skills. So think of your brand name as a garden that will flourish. And I first learned this idea of creating your online garden from Erico Rocha, a marketing expert. And the idea is, if you want to chase, let's say, butterflies, you can run around with a net trying to capture them, which is very hard. Or you build a garden and the butterflies will come to you. Right. It's the same idea you can apply in your career. Instead of running after job opportunities, which is very hard, just build your reputation and the opportunities will come to you. So your blog, your website, your brand is your garden. Keep nourishing it, keep making it better, and the opportunities will come to you. So where should you post your content? Where should you build your garden? Not in someone else's land. <laughs> Don't put all your posts on Facebook. Don't put all your posts on Twitter or 
medium because you don't own the domain, you don't own the platform. And at any point, they can ban you, they can delete your content, and it's gone. Yeah. So buy your own domain, post in there, and then you reshare on Medium, Facebook, Twitter, your employer's blog. But you have to own your content. Don't build your garden in someone else's land. Otherwise, they might destroy it at any point. Exactly. It's a dependency that you don't want. So don't have it. Exactly. And that might cost you 10 bucks a year to have a domain. Right. But it's your brand. Yep. So get a domain and own your content, own your garden. And then you can use any platform, WordPress, Squarespace, whatever. But own it. Next question. What is mandatory to have on my iOS dev website, blog, or channel? Number one, amazing content, of course. Your contact details, so other developers or companies can talk to you. So your email address should be there, your social media links, maybe even a phone number, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. And you can also add a mailing list form to collect email addresses from your followers. And why? Again, don't build followers only on social media because you cannot talk to them directly on Twitter or Facebook. But if you build a mailing list, you can send your updates directly to your followers, to people that want to hear from you. Now, if you go now on Twitter and post something, only a few people will see it, not everyone, because the platform controls the distribution. But if you send emails, you control the distribution. So add a mailing list form so you can contact your followers directly. Yeah, exactly. And these are the main points. Uh, you should tackle those first. And then you should also be thinking about the customer experience, you know, how your audience sees the website. Perhaps you can provide a dark mode or some nice colors or make it load faster on mobile. This sort of thing. Keep improving it. Yep. But don't try to create a perfect blog up front. No. Keep improving it with time. Just get started quickly. And when you get started, add your contact details in a mailing list form. Next question. Should I use GitHub or can I use other version control hosts for my online portfolio of iOS projects? I mean, I think they mean code, right? right. Yeah. Where should I host my code? Well, GitHub will give you the most organic reach because yeah. everyone is on GitHub. It's yeah. the most popular platform. But yeah, you can keep using your own provider as long as you have a public way of sharing code there. So you can share that with others, but you're not going to get as much organic reach. It's a trade-off. And I see why this happens, because a lot of people keep their private repositories somewhere else. Yes. You could do that. You could keep your private repositories on your own host, and then you put your public ones on GitHub. You know, just create a different origin in your Git configuration, and that's it. At least you have that baked in. Yeah, that's why you have Git. Decentralized control. Yeah. But the important thing is to establish your online presence, sharing good content, good code, and helping others solve their problems. Right. So this should be the priority. Let's start from there. Yes. Do the work, help others. And remember that many companies discard CVs from candidates that don't have a blog or active GitHub account. 
So if you have a GitHub account, it doesn't take a lot of work to just push your public repositories there. It's up to you. Next question. Should I write blog posts or record videos? So in my opinion, videos are better to explain ideas and help others. It's a great way to promote your skills because you're actually showing them. Right. In a blog post, it's not as easy to show your coding skills as you can in a video. But that's not a rule. You can have a great blog that can show your skills and help others. But if you can, I recommend videos. Remember that delivering good content consistently is more important than the format. Yeah. And then it depends what kind of resources you would like to spend. Perhaps recording a video is more expensive than writing a blog post, or it might be the opposite. For instance, if you don't have to edit the video or it's just, you know, three, four minutes where you just record yourself talking, then it's not going to take you that much time. But if you want to make a blog post on the other hand and you need to gather your thoughts and you need to structure your writing properly, I don't know, that might be more expensive to make. It might require more time, more effort. So it depends. It depends what format you're most comfortable with. Maybe you're more comfortable creating videos. It's yeah. easier for you to just get your camera and record a short clip with good content. Maybe you prefer to sit down and write your thoughts down. What is easier for you right now to get started? Go with it. That's the question. Take the barriers away. It's not because I'm saying video is better, in my opinion, that you should create videos. If you don't know how to edit videos, if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, Maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> yes. You know, with time, as you get more comfortable, maybe you start trying out these new ideas. But what's going to get you started quick now? Yes. Is it video? Do it. Is it articles? Do it. And be consistent. And with time, try different formats. What works best? Because some concepts are easier to explain in a blog post. But others are easier to explain in a video where you can actually show how you do it. So play around with formats, but start with the simplest one for you to get something on your blog or YouTube channel quick. Remember that consistency and quality are more important than the format. So if you can be more consistent with articles and you can deliver more quality with articles, go with articles. Otherwise, go with videos, but keep improving over time. Next question. How to make my iOS videos stand out more and be more efficient in getting the message across? Well, experience. The more experience you have, the easier it will be to pass your message across. And the more reputation you have, the easier it will be to make your videos stand out because people already know you. But if you're just starting out, a great title and thumbnail go a long way to help you promote your content. So study some successful videos and see what font size they use in the thumbnails. Do they put a lot of content in the thumbnails or not? Is the title verbose or not? Is it catchy? Is it something that people are interested in? Play around with some ideas. Try different formats. But the most important thing is the delivery. Because if you have a good thumbnail and you have a catchy title and people go to your video or they read your article and they don't get what you promised in the title, or the thumbnail, they will not come back. The delivery is the most important thing because then people will come back, they will subscribe, they will put their email in your mailing list form because they want more. 
because you have good content. Remember, the goal is not to maximize engagement. You need the right reach and the right engagement from people. So this is very important. This is basically break you or make you because you need to have integrity in all aspects, in the content creation, in the delivery, everywhere. So mm-hmm. in, in your presence overall, online and live. So yeah, I agree. I agree that you should not be aiming for clickbaity titles. Or a lot of likes. Or a lot of likes, no. Yeah, you don't need a lot of likes, a lot of viewers. You need the right engagement. Yes. So deliver the content you want to talk about. You're going to find like-minded people. Now, to get your message across efficiently, there's a good formula that we recommend, which is, one, you tell people what they're going to learn in the first seconds of the video or in the first paragraph of your article. And ideally, it must be appealing so people keep reading or watching. And two, you deliver it. Deliver good content. Really deliver what you promised to deliver. And three, at the end, give a conclusion, a summary of what you just taught them. So tell them what you're going to teach, teach them, and then tell them what you just taught them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, And try to teach only one thing per article or video. Otherwise, it's going to be confusing. For example, in this podcast, we are talking about how to create quality content as an iOS developer. So don't expect us to teach you about design patterns. Yes, exactly. Think of it as like the single responsibility for your videos or your articles there. That's it. The single responsibility principle for creating content. That's it. Focus on one topic per video or article. Next question. I want to open source my iOS apps to help others and promote my skills. Fantastic. Noble. Should I be concerned with private release details? Yes. You should be concerned. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't leak private details. Be careful with your apps or even your employer apps. You know, there are a bunch of companies now releasing their apps, open source, and you need to be concerned about security. So never, ever, ever push passwords, security keys, API keys, user data, or any sensitive data. And if this happens, it's not just a matter of pushing something on top of it, because it's going to be in the history forever. Yes. You know? If it was online once, it's online forever. Yep. So be careful. Now, let's say if by mistake you publish something you shouldn't, like an API key. You need to revoke that key, create a new one, and make sure that it doesn't happen again. So yes, you need to be concerned. But that shouldn't stop you from sharing with the community. Yeah. Go ahead with your open source project. Just be careful with private details. Of course, there are many ways that you can hide these things. You can use Git ignore or the user defined settings on Xcode. And there are tools for that as well. There are, exactly. There are tools and environments you can set, right? So it's not that it's that hard. No, you just need to be a bit careful, a bit mindful and protect your brand. That's it. So next question. Should I build my iOS dev website in Swift? with a portfolio and a blog, I could use Vapor or another framework and make it open source. 
I mean, that's a good idea, right? Because you can actually create content out of creating your blog. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Can also be part of your portfolio, this project. Yeah, you could write blog posts as you are writing your blog in Swift. <laughs> Inception. <laughs> yes. But creating your blog engine may take time and effort. So it's going to be a barrier preventing you from releasing content until it's ready. So you need to be concerned about that. Because any resistance will make it less likely that you're going to go ahead and finish your blog and actually post the content for others to read and benefit from and for you to get the returns from promoting your skills. So the more work there is to get your blog up and running, the less likely it is you're going to do it. So if you're just starting out, don't create your blog from scratch. Just get any platform that is going to get you started quickly and that you own the domain and the content and start publishing as soon as possible. And you can start documenting your journey of creating your blog, you know. And when it's done, you migrate from this platform to your own engine. You can create a module for that. Migration module. Exactly. More content. But yeah, I agree. The goal here is to keep the barriers low. You don't want to have any obstacles that can make any excuses. So as you said, you don't need a fancy website. You, don't, you just need a domain and a place to start posting. That's it. And improve with time, but start as soon as possible. So you get returns as soon as possible as well. Next question. I want to create content, but I only work on projects at work and I can't publish my employer's work. Yes, you can't publish your employer's work. Well, unless you have permission, but yeah, you could compromise the operations and get into legal trouble. Yeah. So yes, unless your boss is asking you to do it, no, you shouldn't. But you don't have to. You can start a side project and you can share the concepts and principles you learned at work, for example. Imagine how much content you can create out of your experience yeah. solving challenges at work and how you can apply it to different projects. Yeah, just apply the things you learn in different problems. And share with the community. That's it. So that's it for today. If you want to learn more about our work, you can visit us at academy.essentialdeveloper.com. Let us know your thoughts, your comments, your feedback. We'll see you again next time. Bye, y'all. See ya.